everybody, and welcome to episode 76 of Expensive Science Baby. I am Chris. I'm Amy. And we're getting this one in just under the wire. The wire being Amy wanting to do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it'll be probably a quick one tonight, but we, I think we have a lot to talk about, so I wanted to talk to you. Okay. Since I can't talk to you any other time. Correct. <laughs> All right, how do we start these whole things? Uh, we open up our mail bag. Uh, yes, I think we just got one thing, right? This thing? Yeah. Okay, so this was from earlier today, and you responded to it, but I don't know if you want to talk about it a little bit on the podcast, too, or... Well, it looks like we have a new listener, Elle, welcome, uh, and she is also going through, um, I am assuming some type of assisted reproductive technology, <laughs> based on her being interested in our podcast and the question she asked, um... She asked, uh, how long after our first beta did we find out, did we know we were having twins? And I couldn't really remember, because that was a long time ago. It was. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty sure it was around five or six weeks. But, so you kind of remember. And I remember it being soon. It must have been six weeks, because when I was at the Weird Al concert on my birthday, I did not know it was twins. I just knew it was pregnant. Okay, so remind me again what the beta is. Oh, it's the blood test to see if you have the pregnancy hormone ah, in your blood. It's like the concentration of pregnancy hormone in your... Yeah. And the higher, the more likely you're pregnant. If it's there at all, you're pregnant. But the higher, the more likely there's multiples. Pre- sometimes. Not always. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It can be. So do the doctors even tell you that? They're like, you're 581, you might have twins. No, they tell you your number, but they don't say you might have twins. Besides, we implanted two, so we knew there was a high probability that there'd be two. Well, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but she said she has her first ultrasound coming up this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, next week. Next yes. week. Well, good luck. Yeah. Okay, like I said, keep us posted. Um, You're probably not listening to this anymore because it's transitioned to a baby podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so we probably just get through the first, like, 20 or so, and you're like, no, this. But if you do keep listening for some reason, yeah, keep us posted. Uh, let us know how everything's going. Yeah. It was nice to hear somebody from somebody who was going back because of the reason we started the podcast. Yes. Now it's just become an excuse for me to talk to you because I don't get to talk to you. Which is weird. We do indeed talk to each other. Yeah, but not without the distraction of babies and TV and phone. Mm. Just get to, you know what I mean? There's a big difference. Okay. Especially with you and your phone. <laughs> I knew Amy would like that one. Okay, so after the mailbag, we do go on to something else. What's that? Well, it's usually in the news. I don't have anything. Uh, oh. Nope. I mean, there was some interesting CRISPR news this week. Go look it up yourselves, because we don't really need to talk about it. Oh. And that's going to have a big impact on reproduction technology in the future. Sure. You can go ahead and edit whatever you want in and out of your baby. Some things are good. Why? If you can edit the, the, the gene for autism, why would you not? Right? I, I don't know. You wouldn't, if you give them the option? I'm, I'm just saying I don't know. There are a lot of communities who find that like a unique, special thing about them, their child. That they get autism. Hey, I'm not defending. <laughs> I'm saying that's potentially a thing out there. Okay, well, you don't Same even... with um, in the deaf community. When the cochlear implants came came out. Sure. That was a big controversy because being deaf was a, a, was a part of a, a lot of people's identities. And if they could not be deaf anymore, that... All I'm saying is it's not going to be automatic in that particular instance for everybody. Uh, I think you're a bad parent then. I'm going to go out on a rim and say, if you wow. have the option to say, my baby, when they grows up, will not get autism. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry, not, I said autism. I'm sorry, I didn't mean autism. I meant, uh, what's the memory one? 
Oh, Alzheimer's. Oh. That's what I was talking about. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> I meant Alzheimer's. I think everybody's against Alzheimer's. Well, that's what I was referring That's why I was you confused. I know. Alzheimer's. I was so confused. I was so confused about that. Okay. So if you had the option to be like, sure. your baby might yeah. get Alzheimer's, we can edit that gene away. Yeah. What do you think? Great. That's what I meant by your bad parent if you don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> That just make, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I kind of want my baby to get Alzheimer's when they grow up. Anyways, uh, so yeah, nothing really in the news. You have a cat corner? Uh, um, maybe, maybe not? Just say meow meow so I can do mine. Oh, meow meow, cat corner, meow meow. <laughs> so I go to bed later than Amy. And when I go to bed, she's surrounded by cats. <laughs> this is a known quantity. It just happens. Surrounded by cats. Let's be more clear. <laughs> cats are laying everywhere. Not on me, but on t- like right up next to me usually because my legs are spread out. Well, here's the thing. Amy, she sleeps on the left side of the bed. She is... Stage left side of the bed. Yeah, as you're laying on it. Um... If I would suggest that she don't lay on the left side, she'd get mad at me. Be like, what? I need to lay on the left side. I need to be on the left side. So, People have their sides of the bed. But here's the thing. I would prefer to lay in the middle of the bed. <laughs> Which you do when I'm not there until like 2 a.m. <laughs> so here's this brings me to my, my thing. And before I get there, you sleep and you turn to the right as you're laying down. Oh, I sleep on your side. Yes. Which brings a cat up to your face and sits in my spot until I get there. Which makes cat hair all over where I sit, sleep. Which means I'm allergic to cats and I can't sleep very well because I'm sneezing all night. <laughs> Battle cat always. I know. Do you know who's, I was just about next to, say, to your do you face? Know whose cat that is? It's your cat. It's our cat. It's a family cat. It's your cat. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> so if you could like not make her near your face, so I'd appreciate it. <laughs> I'll do my best, but her laying up there is the compromise for her not laying in my legs. Whatever, I'm fine with the legs. I'm not. I know, but I am. <laughs> it hurts my hip from when I had two babies inside of me. <coughs> so we're taking a small break. That doesn't sound good. Amy's going to check on Adonis. Uh, so, and who knows when she'll be back, but we'll see. Uh, we'll, I guess, jump right into the fact that the babies had their, their sick for the first time. Um, and it has not been a good, uh, good, uh, good week for that. Uh, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, and you know what? I want to talk more about to her about it. So I'm going to pause it, and then we'll get right back to it. Okay. So yeah, Amy's back, and so this is the first week that they've been actually sick, right? Very, it's very like sick. Their first real sickness, and it sucks a lot. Um, so Tuesday night of last week before Thanksgiving, well, I pick I picked them up. Uh, well, before that. Yeah, when you're on your way or whatever, I got a text from the babysitter or the daycare saying that Leander woke up with a croup sounding cough. Right. Croup is a scary word for us. Yeah. So when I picked them up, um, she said, I hope I didn't, you know, make your wife angry, but he has a croup like cough. And I said, Well, you said the magic word. That's what the doctors told us Persephone had a couple hours before she died. And, and so obviously it is not a good word for us. Um, so I got home, and Amy's dad... Amy, on Tuesday nights, Amy works late mm-hmm. till like, 6.30, mm-hmm. which is super late. The babies are, should be basically going to bed at 7. <laughs> and it sucks, but she has to do it. And her dad usually comes over to help out that night, too. 
so before he got there, I was just sitting on the floor with him and listening to him wheeze and crying because he was wheezing and, and nothing I could do about it. And all the books say, bring him outside, which is exactly what I did with Persephone when she died. <laughs> so I couldn't, even, I couldn't really even do that. I, In fact, I think it was yesterday, maybe, I was going to bring him outside just because it was a little cooler out and you've been doing the thing with the steam. Mm. I couldn't even go out then. I was like, I can't go out there and stay, sit in the garage with him like I did with her. I can't do that. So it's been a hard week. Um, that night, Amy got home, and her and her dad went to the hospital. Yeah, well, I got home, <clears throat> and um, the look on my dad's face scared me. <laughs> Just Well, I was freaking out, because I was at work. I, you know, I wasn't there. I couldn't leave work. I mean, I could have if it was a super emergency, but... Then you did leave a little early. I did leave a, a, a little early. Because I called her a few times, because it was not good. It was... Yeah. Well, a could, bad sound, and he was yeah. breathing and wheezing, and I and it was bad. And that's what Persephone was doing in her last hours too. So it was, it was yeah. So anyway, I got home, and my dad was holding Leander, and he was just like out of it, kinda, and he had a fever, not a, not a high fever, but a fever. Yeah. <clears throat> and I didn't know what to do, but I could hear him breathing, and then I, I think in my mom's group online, somebody said if it's a cold or croup-like sounds with a fever, you go to the ER. Regardless, we probably would have went. So we went to the ER, and I didn't know what to do as far as who would go, because I assumed you were like me, where I couldn't handle not being at the hospital. Yeah, I... So I thought I was like, maybe my dad will stay with the dentist, so you can come too. If I can't do anything, like, I don't want to be anywhere near it. Because I feel so helpless. No, and that, that's fine. You know, it's just I, I've assumed you'd you know, be like me. And you I'm explaining go. my, my yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, after Persephone, I, that's why I think I was just sitting on the floor crying because I couldn't do anything. I was, you're helpless. Yeah. The kid is just sick and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. And it sucks. And it, Well, yeah. we know if it happens again, we can at least um, give him a steam. That's a little bit better than going out in the air, right, but right. it's the same thing to me, you know. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so her and her dad went to the hospital. Sorry, you and your dad went to the hospital. Me and Adonis stayed home, and I kind of put him to bed. Came, he, he didn't want to eat that night either. I don't. He didn't have a bottle at all. He must have just. He must have been getting sick. Yeah, I think he was getting sick. Um, so he just went to bed without eating, really. And that was pretty. I think that might have been his last good night. Probably. Like, you know, because of course, if one of your babies gets sick, the second one's right behind. Yes. <laughs> so um, at the hospital. Uh, so on the way there, you could still hear him breathing. And then we got there, and he seemed much better. And they took his temperature, and of course there was no fever. And I was like, I swear there was a fever <laughs> before. And he wasn't doing his, um, like, he wasn't, he had no more noises when he was breathing. But then when he would cough, she said, oh, that sounds like croup. <laughs> and I, I was probably too mean to that nurse, but I explained her situation, and I said, croup is what an ER told us our daughter had, and then she went home and died. So... I'm sorry, but I might not believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and so she kind of would say, well, tell me more about that. And then he coughed again, and she said that that is definitely, really sounds like a croup cough. And how did, how did it get to it? And she said, well, and I, oh, I said something about how I'm sorry if we're here for some reason we shouldn't be. And she said, if this is croup, you're exactly where you need to be. Okay. So that made me feel better. Yeah. But I wasn't just taking him in because we're crazy. 
and overreacting after when Persephone was sick. Eh, it's the first time they've been sick. And so she must... So then they got us in a... <laughs> so we're first we're in like a front triage room and then they took us into a... Back in, in a... Semi-room room? Room? And um, she brought a, the doctor in and then a resident... And she must have alerted the doctor to our situation because <laughs> the doctor was like super explanatory and very understanding. And they didn't think, I guess there was two things they can do with croup, a nebulizer or steroids. Yeah. And they didn't think his was bad enough for the nebulizer. Okay. So then that's when they did the steroids. But they said with steroids, they don't keep you for observation usually. A, nebul- a nebulizer, they have to. Right. But she said, do you want me to, to keep you here for a couple hours just to see <laughs> How it's working, and I said yes. Yeah. So I didn't want to be sent home again. I understand. Makes and have, sense. You know, See, if I was there and they wanted to do a nebulizer, I couldn't handle that. That's what Persephone had before. They gave her a nebulizer, and everything seemed fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, it was a rough night. It's been ever since then. Adonis had pretty much got sick as well. Oh, Adonis didn't get croup. Nobody's he's sick. got a bad chest cold. Yeah, he's got a bad chest cold. I mean, that's if you heard it earlier, he's coughing really rough. He's got rough cough, mm-hmm. and he doesn't feel he feels miserable. So he's hard to hard to soothe. Yeah, he's super tired all the time. At last few nights, he's up about every hour. Um, and it sucks. It sucks having a baby that's sick. Uh, Leander's getting better. He's yeah, still well, got the a little day cough. We had to go to his um, regular clinic for like a checkup. Oh yeah, that's right. And they were kind of send me on my way. Yeah. But I um I said, well, the ER suggested you might give us steroids to keep giving it to him. So they he did give me a prescription for um, steroids. So Leander took the last uh, steroid dose yesterday <laughs> to, like, just keep the swelling down for the whole thing. And for practicality reasons, uh, there's a way that Amy had to get him to take it because he would not take it so off the syringe. So at the ER, they put the steroid in, a, like, a cherry flavoring for him to drink it to help because it's so bitter. And that did okay. He didn't like it, but he drank it. But he it. drank it. Because he's always been the really good one with medicines. Yeah. And so I tried to give him just straight... Cause I, and then I asked the pharmacist when they gave me the medicine, is this in a flavoring? Because they said it's really bitter. And the guy was like, no, no, it's never in flavoring. Babies <laughs> take it just fine. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. So I was like, all right. And he's still good with medicine. I just gave him the first one. And he, like, threw it up. Yeah. It's it, real bad. And then he wouldn't take it anymore. Yeah, so I had to mix it in with some food. Yeah, so his baby food. Mm-hmm. Mixing in a little bit in a little jar. I think that was a really good idea for you, to just put a little in a jar. And then well, mix to it make in sure there. he ate it all. Yeah. That's what I was... Oh, it was a good idea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Adonis is sick now. Leander's on the uptick. He And, you know, Leander's been a champ, because he has slept so well through his brother crying well, every hour. he had some medicine to make the swelling better. I know. But I mean, just in general, in the last few nights, Adonis is up every hour, and it's pretty much on clockwork every hour. Um, sometimes he has to be held to go back to bed, which is, you know, we were, the sleep training was going well. The last time I had to hold mm-hmm. him was months ago, I think. Um, October. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's, he's having a rough one. And I think he's getting better. I think he's back up, and the fever's gone, pretty much. Adonis? Yeah. About, yeah. And we did give him some baby Motrin, so that helps a little bit. We didn't give him any tonight. We should have. Yeah. Well, he didn't have a fever, so. Well, it helps with swelling. Okay. Well, he'll be up in a few hours, probably. Yeah. But, uh, so I've had some friends who, what, something else I've discovered is that I don't want to talk about it, really, <laughs> with people. When there's something going on that I can't control, mm. and it's, especially this, 
where my last my last uh, instance of this was Persephone dying. It's I didn't want to talk about it at all with people. And people kept bringing it up. What's wrong with Leander? And I'd just be like, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> or, well, I don't know. That's just the way I am. Because I can't do anything about it. You feel helpless. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends even said, well, my child had croup and he had a nebulizer. And I was like, I don't want to talk about this. It just brings up mm-hmm. brings up the last time we were in the ER. I mean, that's the last thing I did with Persephone. And it sucks. So I, don't, I didn't even want to talk about it. And that's me. <laughs> Super healthy. Well. Um, so on that Wednesday, we went to the clinic. And then we had an eye doctor appointment for Leander also that we set up uh, like two months ago. Right. So he was there, and he did good, even though he was sick. No, oh, he did very well. Um, it was a weird eye exam. They were just basically seeing... And this is he because he has a clogged or t- a small... I forget what the doctor said. It's a narrow duct. Narrow tear duct. Narrow tear duct. Um, so he gets a lot of eye goopies. Yeah, yeah. And he did. they did a bunch of tests, checked, tested his visit, vision, everything. They said he's fine. It'll probably clear up by itself within the first year. Yeah, he just has to get bigger, which was good to hear. Yeah, that was very good to hear. Although I don't like when people say my child has to get bigger, because in my mind, Persephone being so small is what caused, you know, like she had small airways because she was so small. She was small. So that probably didn't help, you know. And I'm not saying that's the cause of it, but it probably didn't help in any way. So, yeah, whatever. So good time. <laughs> uh, yeah. The um, what else happened at the visit? Oh, Adonis discovered a person, a baby that was crawling, and loved it. Laughed and laughed. <laughs> he just sat there and laughed at this baby that was crawling back and forth, and mom kept chasing him and stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I just wanted to say thank you, because Chris has been taking basically all the night shift with Adonis, so at least one of us is well-rested. Yeah, I get to sleep in then, so. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's very much appreciated. Yeah. Well, you do more work anyway, so. Um, I do more daytime work. What was I going to say? Oh, and one of the side, one of the worst side effects of this whole thing is we did not get to go to Hibby, and it was on our list to do... No, we were going to not go to Hibbing before he got sick. Oh. <laughs> but that would have kept us here. Yeah. Uh, so instead, we had Thanksgiving here, which we did not have planned for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it went okay. I really liked the food. I don't know about you. I was disappointed in the the meal we purchased from a re- grocery retailer. <laughs> you don't want to give them any of your business? <laughs> no, I don't want to get sued. You can't have opinions in the world without being sued. We went to Hy-Vee. We ordered their meal. It wasn't the best. I was very disappointed. But it was okay. It was okay. I, it was fine. For 50 bucks or whatever, it was fine Thanksgiving meal. Yes, it was meal. fine. I will say they're honey buns, which I didn't have. So our friend Laura, who lives here half the time, also made food for us and like some homemade pies, and she's like a really good cook. Yeah, they merged the two. So, and she made homemade rolls. So I had those with the meal, which were very good. Then the next day, I had a honey biscuit that, from... That it was good. <laughs> it was like dessert. Yeah, well, that it's called honey. <laughs> I know. It was amazing. So those were really good. Yeah. Worth $50? Maybe not. Well, never. I mean, and the babies got to try mashed potatoes for the first time. Yes. Well, and they're both kind of sick. Leander wanted nothing to do with the texture of the mashed potatoes. So, but when we say getting to try mashed potatoes, it was they got to feed themselves. Yeah. They haven't done that yet. No. Because I'm was afraid of choking. Disgusting. And Chris has his problems. <laughs> it, was, it was all over the place. 
So on Persephone's first birthday, when you know they have their own smash cake or whatever, it's disgusting. She was in the high chair. I gave her her. It was a cupcake, and I made it from from scratch because that's all you're allowed to do in my family from scratch. <laughs> she touched the frosting, made a funny face, and one of her hand wiped immediately. Yeah, and that was that. Because you don't get you eat the <laughs> fucking fork. You don't use your hand. She knew that, and they're gonna know that too. <laughs> so when we put the mashed potatoes on the trays. Adonis went to town. He really liked it. And of course, he was the one next to me. Yeah. And Leander did not like the feeling of it on his fingers, uh, but demanded that I spoon feed him mashed potatoes. Because <laughs> he wanted to eat them. So we're halfway there. Once Adonis gets there, he's, he's like, give me another spoon. But yeah, the way Leander was flicking his hand reminded me of Persephone. Yeah. Uh, but that, I mean, that was fun. It was a fun day. Amy's dad came over and we just had a little bit, little Thanksgiving all by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then this weekend. Anything happened this weekend? Sick babies. We went to the mall. We went to the mall. We got some shopping done. We found a fun store. Mm-hmm. The babies did good. You know, they seem to do better when we're moving around and doing stuff. I guess there's more stuff to see and yeah. look at. Well, and in their high chairs, the high chairs, their car seats are kind of upright. Yeah, but they have so so little sleep this this past week, especially Adonis. He's getting so little sleep. It's he does not sleep. nap well here. Yeah. And being sick on and top of sick, it. And he's sick, yeah. Um, <coughs> so that was fun. We got a lot of stuff done. And we should probably talk about what I'm deeming the incident, uh, which happened, I believe, yesterday or Saturday. If if Marvel could have their incident in New York, we could have our incident in Target. <laughs> oh, that was Sunday. Was it Sunday? <laughs> so Amy and I are vastly different people. <laughs> was it Sunday? Vastly different people <laughs> when it comes to interacting with other humans. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Well, you want to talk about how it was from your perspective, and I'll talk about how it was from my perspective, or do you not even want to talk about it? Well, I better go first, because I might have to go upstairs soon. But So there was this couple, we were in a baby aisle, and she was pregnant, and she asked about the twins. And Chris, we were answering, you know, they were seven months old, and she said, oh, I'm going to have another baby. I already have three at home. Four. Three boys, one girl. <laughs> and then she said, is this your first? And I always, I don't want to interact all the time with strangers. Or ever. And I understand that. And uh, and so we just, we said, no, it's not our first. And Chris said, we had a daughter. She, I tell people. Yeah. Daughter, she died she two died. years ago. Yeah. And which invites follow-up questions. And I'm so fine I with that. So I kind of walked away. So Amy left the aisle. I had the babies. Um, and I was just talking to them. And they were very religious. Which is fine. He didn't speak English very good, like we can, <laughs> very well. Uh, so he was trying to communicate with me, um, and he said many times, because I kept they were basically saying, you know, your 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 daughter's in heaven, blah blah blah, and, and and I was saying I don't believe that. I don't. I'm sorry, I'm not religious. And he was trying to say, I'm not trying to convert you. I'm not trying to. It's for me, not for you. And he even said to her a few times in whatever language they were speaking, so she could translate better. But one thing he did say was that God has a plan. <laughs> and that's what I heard. And so Amy comes from the aisle over on a train. She's like, you can go get fucked. And she grabs the babies and runs off. And just, you just told me my daughter died for a reason. You can get fucked. And you ran away. That's what I say when people say that to me. I understand that. And so I apologize to them. <laughs> Don't apologize. If you, No, a person saying that to somebody whose daughter has died, that that was God's plan, can get fucked. I know, but they don't say it 
here's the thing. Here's how, here's how we take it differently. I don't take it as a as they say your daughter died. There's a plan for that. I think of it as our faith tells us God has a plan. We haven't put two to two together yet that your that that plan is your daughter dying, but that's just what we say to help people get through it and to make them feel good. And so when when they left, when Amy left, I said I said to them I don't. I won't believe in any God who takes my daughter, especially if there's a plan for that. And you know, they say the typical thing: he's got to pray, he's got to pray. And it's, I, that's fine if it's for you. I don't believe that, and I will not believe that. And if there's a God, he's gonna have a lot to answer to when I get there. <laughs> and that kind of they they were talking to each other in their own language because he was trying to communicate really well, but he didn't he didn't speak English very well. And, um, he basically was saying, he said over and over again, this is for me. I'm, I, I wish it was for you, but it's not for you. I understand that. I'm not trying to convert you, which I thought was very nice of him. They seem like nice people. They um, do. Yes. And I understand your, I do understand your sentiment. It's just. Well, I've even clarified with people. Did you just say to me that my daughter died because God has a plan? And they sure. said yes. I know. And that is hard to hear. And. That, but that to me invites more conversation. Like, do you understand what you just said? <laughs> you know, mm. you know, like, what if if your child died? Would you think that's a good thing because of God's plan? Whatever. We didn't get that far. Um, but Nor do me, I want to get that far with a stranger in Target. I know, but to me, I want when I'm talking about Persephone, I want to leave those people not humbled, but. To appreciate the fact that she's no longer here and she meant everything to us. And I want them to be not have a negative experience because of that, you know? I don't know if that makes any sense, but to me that's still her. Sure. That's all I can right, do with her. I didn't her. want to. I know, but you weren't there. That's why I was confused. You were gone. And I was having a conversation with them by But I didn't myself. want you to have a conversation with them, period. I know. That's the difference. Because I thought it was fine if I do it as long as you're not there. I had to leave because you started having it. Yeah. That's fine. And to my credit, I tried to disengage the conversation three or four times, but I don't like to just say, yeah, whatever, and leave people. If they're asking me questions, I'm going to talk. I'm going to stop and talk to them. And I tried like three or four times to be like, okay, bye. And then they kept talking. And so I kept turning around and talking because, I don't know, I feel it's important that people, not only that they understand that that's not how you talk to people who have lost a child, but... I think they understand that now. Well, <laughs> I think they would have also come away with a more positive experience if it was not you can go get fucked <laughs> so maybe we have make a plan that if this happens in public that i talk to them if we're not in a hurry we weren't in a hurry we were actually just wasting time as best we could because the babies weren't feeling good we were just there to walk around and shop you know well my plan would be let's not talk to strangers about that but that's you i like that two of this because i like to tell the people people about her i like to say I like to get to a point where I'm like, this is who she is, and you should go online and look her up. Her name is Persephone Banks. You should look her up, and you should watch the video segments of them, and you should see what her life was about. And Because I, I told Amy that night, I went home and I watched some of those video segments, those interviews we did with Channel 11, and it was talking about how the only thing we really have left for her is to kind of live like she did, you know, happy and loving, and that's not what that is to me. I know. I'm not blaming you. You did say some mean things to me, though, that day. Like what? I don't like, remember. Like, I'm ruining her memory. No, I didn't say it that way. That's why you took it. That's not, I apologize, but that's not what I said. Guaranteed. I probably said something like, I, that's not how I want her memory to be 
remembered or something. But I'm sorry if that's what you heard. It, that's it wasn't maybe as harsh as we already remember. It was harsher than what you said. Sure, but it's not as harsh as what you said. That's why I said I'm sorry if that's what you heard. But I don't know. That's why I said we should have a plan. Because I want us both to be able to get through these incidents without getting angry at each other, you know? Do you know? Does that make sense? I know in yours it's just, I don't want to do it, I want to leave, but I don't want that. I want the other side. I want to talk to people. I don't know. So how do we do that? Do we just say, do we have a key, a key phrase and then <laughs> like fire, fire, fire and you leave? <laughs> we can just discuss with each other in the moment and say, I'm going to stand here and talk to these people. Okay. I'd rather have, a, like, if I say Beetlejuice twice, then... <laughs> no, because also part of it is, I think it would be better if you said, I would like to talk to these people for a little bit. Is that okay? Because you were just talking to them, and I didn't know what I was supposed to do. That's fine. I understand. That's why I just, like, wandered away. No. <laughs> That's the other reason I didn't mind having a conversation. I thought you were gone. <laughs> you had left, which is fine. I understood, and I understood that's what you would normally do in that situation. So... Uh, yeah, I wasn't putting any blame on you. I was just trying to tell you how I feel about it. You know, you don't seem convinced. <laughs> you seem angry about it, but well, because I don't like it. I didn't like. I'm still mad about it. Not that that it happened, but that they would say such such a dumb thing. I know, but it's how people get through life, and that's fine for them. It is for me. You're right. It might not be fine for you, but it's fine for me. Okay. Can we move on? <laughs> sure. Are we moving on to? <laughs> well, let's talk about. Actually, let's go backwards in time to Wednesday, because that was a busy day for us. But we got back in time for you to go to your therapy appointment. No, let's not talk about that. <laughs> oh no, let's talk about it. Let's not talk about that. People have hard lives. What if my therapist happened to listen to this for some reason? D- does she listen? No, but you never know. I felt bad for her. She lost her puppy, and she had to put her puppy down. So we had to cancel our appointment. So this is Wednesday yeah. after Leander went to the ER. Yeah. So I had so a rough, it was a stressful It was time. very stressful, and I was looking forward to talking to her, but I understood she had to cancel because she had to put down her doggy, her little puppy that she's So Chris had. walks in from the... Cause he, Chris got a phone call right before he's going to leave, and he walks back, back to me, and he said, sometimes you just have to tell your therapist to take care of, take care of you. <laughs> I said, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Because she seemed really sad about it. And, uh, you know, pets are part of your family, especially if you're Certainly. young and you're not, they you're not used are. to. You're not used to. I remember when Neo died. Neo, not Neo. Prometheus died. Yes. You were very distraught. I was. And that's a thing, and it's fine. Yes. And if she wasn't in a place to be a good listener or to, like, that's probably a very smart choice. Right, but should she. Should she tell you why she has to cancel her appointment as she's crying <laughs> on the phone to you who's lost a child? I don't think that. Again, I don't think no. put two and two together, and it's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> but, yeah. So maybe I'll see her this week. and I don't know. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Life is fine. <laughs> oh, I, I can't use the word fine anymore. I'm not supposed to use the word fine. Who said that? My therapist. Oh, okay. Don't use the word fine and should have. <laughs> like, whatever. You should not have. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? Anything else going on? Decided to start a new podcast. be pretty exciting. Uh, most likely starting during uh, the spring. It's going to be called Twins with Twins or something like that. Are you going to start it during spring training? Yes. It's going to be talking like a 20-minute daily segment about the twins. And every how, day? Every day that they play. I want to talk. Basically, a recap of their games. You know, what happened in the games, what they're looking forward to, what's next, that kind of thing. So that's why it's not going to be every day, but most days. 
and we're gonna do I'm gonna do it with the baby sitting with me and we might I'll probably put it on YouTube too so that people can see babies go crazy and stuff and okay they'll be loud which is so, part of the podcast <laughs> we have a baby proof down here I'm gonna hold them the entire time oh and they're gonna love that in the spring when they can walk <laughs> you can go get fucked <laughs> They will be fine. <laughs> I'll hold them. I'll give them something to play. We'll watch video clips of the twins. Okay. <laughs> they will have fun. And 20 minutes is a lot. I just basically want to go over scores, who did good, who did bad, what we could have done better, you know, stuff like that. It'll be like 10, 15 minutes a day. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. The babies will yell. <laughs> they'll learn baseball. They'll learn the ins and outs stuff. Yeah. It'll be awesome. It'll be fun. Maybe I'll bring on a guest every once in a while. Their mom. <laughs> Maybe somebody else. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. So look forward to that. <laughs> we're, we're, tr- we're trying to corner that rare father baseball market. <laughs> I don't get if you're making a joke or not. Well, I kind of am, but... Okay. Because dudes typically are more likely to like baseball, and dudes are typically more likely to be you're a father. Right. But I guess it's more like mothers and baseball, because dad, dudes don't want to watch other kids. Other kids. Like... I don't care watching other people's kids, but moms might like to watch other babies. The twins. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, no, regardless. Oh, we got through it. Unless you have more things to talk about. Um, Do you want to talk about TV at all? Do we talk about TV? Do we have anything else to talk about? Let's not talk about TV. All right. Nothing about TV this week. But, okay, so they are 32 weeks old. 32 weeks old. Oh, we didn't even mention about Adonis. Well, that's why I wanted to get to this point. Okay. Continue. I will drink my water. So, in a... In a in in Adonis's sickness on Sunday, he started crawling. <laughs> like, legit crawling. Yeah, not the scooting anymore. I still don't think he's realized that, hey, this is faster. Right. He'll get there. So he'd st- he crawls accidentally. Yeah, he's like an accidental crawler. <laughs> he'll do it, and then he'll go back to his scooting some more, and then he'll mm-hmm. eventually get up and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think if we show him more, he might actually get it. I think it'll be when he's feeling better, too. Yeah, definitely. Cause yeah. But Leander is very close behind him in his coochin. Yep. And he he follows his brother now. Adonis mm-hmm. will crawl over to the other side of the room, and Leander will be right on his heels, <laughs> almost getting kicked as he follows him, which is fun. That's the first time. Yeah. Yeah, he's moving around a lot. He just had some coughs. I know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully the babies get better by the next couple days, because I'm getting pretty tired. <laughs> With these late nights and everything. Yeah. Well, I I, I do want to wrap up because I need to pump and then go to bed because the heat will wake up soon potentially. Sure. Uh, anything coming up that you know of? No. Okay. Nothing coming up, but hopefully we'll. Well, nothing, we'll, baby. Really I know. Good. Hopefully, we report next week that. Uh, that they're better. That they're better. Oh, we can talk about shopping next week too. Remember that because we had a nice shopping weekend. Mm. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, cool. Thanks, everyone, for being here. I know it was a short one tonight. Uh, ExpensiveScienceBaby at gmail.com is our email address. ExpensiveScienceBaby is our Facebook address. Uh, www.patreon.com forward slash ExpensiveScienceBaby is our Patreon address. Thank you for patrons. You make this a lot easier. Trust me, it, make, it means a lot. And uh, Before, you should probably put, like, an explicit language warning on this one. Fuck that. People know. <laughs> but it was more like we were yelling at people. Oh. Well, we weren't yelling at our listeners, unless those people listen to our podcast, and then they deserve to be yelled at again. No. If you listen, if you're the, that, that <laughs> couple out there that doesn't really speak English very well, and you had our interaction with us, please email me. I want to talk to you. 
All right, let's go. All right. Good night.